0: you guys. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you guys have joined me. I'm going to spend the next couple of days talking about what it looks like to have a strong family. So when the roots around uh, you are being tugged at and pulled out by the winds and the waves and the culture, the answer to staying rooted is found in the word of God. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm glad you guys are here. As you know, my speaking season is upon us and uh, I will be at Teach Them Diligently very, very quickly and uh, Pigeon Forge, I'm looking forward to that. Then I'll be over at the Answer Center with my friend Ken Ham. I'll be in Detroit and also speaking on Mother's Day, which I cannot wait. Uh, for Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit, Missouri. So I hope you guys will come out and see me. I hope that you're really praying for my congressional run. Uh, A lot of you guys are getting phone calls from me, for those of you who have been helping out uh, financially and just helping me raise the money that is necessary. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for doing that. You guys can find out about my run at Heidi St. John for Congress. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Strong Roots today because. The Bible has a lot to say about what it looks like to have a home that is rooted, that is uh, uh, deep in the rich soil of God's word. And we're given a warning in 1 Peter 5, 8. And this is something I've been telling parents for a long time. But the Bible says that we are to be alert, to be sober-minded. Uh, Peter said that you have an adversary and he prowls around like a roaring lion, literally looking for someone to devour. Well, do you know who that someone is? It's you. It's me, it's anyone who wants to um, follow the word of God and train their family to do the same. And so today I'm gonna take you to Psalm 1. By the way, if you're following me on YouTube, I wanna thank you for it. We keep getting our videos removed. So sorry about that, but you can also follow me at Rumble and they're not taking our stuff down there. So that's where the videos are always posted. But I wanna take you to Psalm 1 today. The Bible says, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does prospers. And this is what we want for our kids, right? We want our kids to be strong in the Lord. We want them to be deeply rooted. This is the reason that we named our nonprofit organization, firmly planted family. It comes from Psalm one that the person who walks with the Lord is like that that tree, that's firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. And that's what we want. And if you're a, if you're in the mood right now, if you're just sitting at home and you got a pencil nearby, I'm going to encourage you to take some notes today because this is a topic that I teach on around the country. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a break from the news, from critical race theory, from all the insanity that's happening in the political realm and just bring us back and sort of center us in the things of the Lord today because strong roots don't happen by accident. Think about the the what it takes to have a tree that grows strong, like a strong oak tree, right? We want our children to be like that tree that's planted by streams of water. Well, it needs a strong root system and strong roots don't happen by accident. So let's unpack this for a second. If you if you look at it from the position of an arborist, like you want your tree to be a healthy tree, and you're going to do everything you can to nurture it. Well, think about what it takes to nurture those roots. The roots grow underground, and if you're a parent right now, I want you to think about this. This is the unseen places. So the unseen places. So the 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 heart work that you are doing with your children, or that the Holy Spirit's doing in you isn't something that other people are gonna see, certainly not right away. These are things that happen in the unseen places. Roots anchor us, right? They, they, a root anchors a plant to the soil in the same way that the root of the tree, that the, the roots that you're helping your child develop in his or her relationship with the Lord as they develop their, um, their sense of right and wrong, that's what anchors them to the soil. What does a root do for a plant or for a tree? Right, the Bible says that you're like a tree that's planted by streams of water. Well, roots keep trees from toppling over in storms? Uh, they keep them from being pulled out prematurely. So that's why it's so important when your kids are young, boy, you help them right away to to be able to determine right from wrong because we don't want our kids taken out of the race prematurely. Right? If a tree doesn't have deep roots, then it grows. Uh, then as it grows taller, it becomes heavy, and the first wind that blows along, uh, that comes along, it's going to blow that that tree right over. This is a perfect picture for the life of a believer. So we're out in the middle of this storm in the culture right now. And like I'm always telling you, my grandma used to say, either you believe God's word or you don't. And if you do, you need to live like you believe it. And so it begs the question, are we looking at the root systems in our family? Do we want our families to be able to uh, withstand the strong winds and the rain and the storms of this life? Because our families can only grow strong just like a tree if our roots go deep. And this is the same with our relationship with the Lord. And so I want you just to think about your relationship with the Lord because the depth of our relationship with God is what determines the breadth of our influence for him. I'm gonna say that again. The depth of our relationship with God will determine the breadth or how wide our influence for him will go. And this is true in our families. And it's true in the culture. And I don't know about you, but I want my influence to be far reaching. I want it to go wide. I want the effect of my years here on this earth to be plentiful, to be long lasting. And the deeper the root, the wider and taller the tree. So the healthier that root system is. And what is the root system? The roots, remember going deep down into the soil of God's word. We're pulling up nutrients every day from the Bible. Every day we're asking the Lord to show us exactly what he wants us to learn for that day and to uh, apply those things to our lives so that we become students of the words, so not just hearers of the word, but doers. And so I'm going to go back to Psalm 1 and I'm going I'm to keep sort of unpacking this Psalm for you uh, because strong roots require healthy surroundings. And we see this from the Bible. So let's look back at the verse for just a second. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step the wicked. This is what the Bible says. Blessed is the one. So blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. It absolutely matters who our kids are hanging out with. It a hundred percent matters. Who we hang out with matters. I've had moms tell me, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to um uh hurt my kids' feelings, or I don't want to be that mom. No, no, be that mom. Do you see your daughter hanging out with a with a boy that's uh leading her down a bad path? Uh let her know. You can put distance in. You can say, "Hey, this is actually not okay for you." My primary responsibility in my whole life right now is focused on making sure that you grow up to be strong and healthy, that your roots go down deep, and that nothing cuts the, that roots off from the water supply. It absolutely matters how mature you are in Christ. It matters how mature your kids are, because even the even new roots. Think about this: the the healthy surroundings that you need for your kids. Even new roots are powerful. Tree roots are constantly extending themselves in search of water and nutrients. And I guess it begs the question, if we're gonna be walking not in step with the wicked, but in step with the righteous, are we extending ourselves out there? Are we saying, Lord, help my roots go strong and, and wide? The Bible goes on to say that the one who doesn't walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers is blessed. So what's a mocker? I asked this to my daughter the other day and she didn't know. So we looked it up. What's a mocker? The Bible teaches us what a mocker is. In Proverbs 15, verse 12, it says, mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. Mockers resent correction, and so they avoid the wise. Are you teaching your children that being corrected is a good thing? I mean, I'm 52 years old and people are still correcting me. (laughs) You know, I'm imagining this is gonna be happening for the rest of my life, right? Because we're always growing and learning, and we're always uh, prone to our uh, listening to our own sin nature, but the Bible teaches us and our children that we shouldn't sit in the company of mockers we don't want to be around people that resent correction we don't want to be around people that uh, avoid the wise you see this this is again the soil in which we're planting our trees, and if the soil determines how the tree grows and how long it lives, then certainly this is the same for the people that we hang out with in our lives as adults and also that we help our children hang out with. Let's look at verse two, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on that law day and night. So again, the psalmist is saying that there is a blessing. There's a blessing in these things, right? Don't walk in step with the wicked. Don't stand in the way that sinners take. Don't sit in the company of mockers. Remember a mocker being a person that resents correction and therefore avoids uh, those who are wise the Bible goes on to tell us the way to blessing is not simply to avoid what is unwise and foolish, but to focus on what God says brings a blessing. We're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about what that looks like. We'll be right back. All right, ladies, I know what kind of a beating good towels can take. Believe me, with seven kids, towels are used for everything from cleaning up an accidental spill on the kitchen floor to drying off your four-legged buddy. You want your towels to stay soft and absorbent when you need it most for bath time, right? Well, my towels from My Pillow are the best towels ever. They come in seven colors, have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Seriously, it's a game changer. Listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast can get up to 66% off by going to mypillow.com and using the promo code Heidi or by calling 1-800-447-0541. So let's look at verse two. So it says, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. So remember before the break, I was telling you the person who is blessed doesn't. Walk in step with the wicked. He doesn't stand in the way that sinners take or hang out with people that don't like to be corrected. Instead, now we're gonna go from the negative to the positive. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And the Bible says that he meditates on that day and night. So I guess it begs the question, where is our delight, right? I love talking uh, to my friend, Steve Demi, And uh, I interviewed him the other day and we're gonna, we're gonna air that pretty quick. But I interviewed Steve and he was talking about how God got a hold of his life and he recognized that he wasn't loving his wife the way that God would want him to. He pointed out that the Bible says that husbands are to love their lives like Christ loved the church. Husb- the job of a husband is to lay down his life for his wife, to lay down his his life for his family. And what we learned very, very quickly is, and he said this, he said, boy, if I, you know, I can I can wound my wife with a word. I can wound her with the way that I look at her. Women respond to the leadership of their husbands. And he was talking about what God had taught him. Why? Because his delight is in the law of the Lord. He delights in the word of God. And so even at his age, he is still learning what it means to be a good husband and a good father. And that comes from knowing the word, from opening your Bible up every day. That's why the Bible says that you're blessed if you'll do that. There's a blessing from it. That blessing comes from those who delight in the law of the Lord. And we meditate on it day and night. Day and night, we're gonna be meditating on that. Is that true of you? Would you say that that is where your life is at, that it's rooted in that, uh, in that love of the Lord? So think about this. If you're concerned, I'm gonna take it back to the tree because that's what this, whole, this, that's what this whole psalm is about, right? It likens the person who walks with the Lord to a tree that's planted by streams of water. So if strong roots are planted in good soil, we should be concerned about the soil, so about who we hang out with, about where we draw our nutrients from. But if you're concerned about the potential for roots damaging a foundation, there's a lot of things that you can do to protect yourself. So I grew up, um, one of the houses that I lived in when I was a child was on a a street called Mill Street in Portland. And there were these beautiful oak trees that had been there for a long time. Well, when I moved into the house, there was a crack in the fireplace. And my mom said, you know, hi Heidi, when you're going 150 miles an hour on your big wheel, uh, and your pig, and your pigtails are flying in the wind behind you, and you're squealing with joy. Watch out for the crack in the sidewalk. There's a big, huge oak tree, and the roots are lifting the foundation that was poured over it on top of it. And I think you know one one way that we address those issues, right, is we put uh, is, is we we look and see where the roots are going. Where do they? Where what do we want to do on top of it? Roots build. They they push up foundations. If the foundation is bad, that root system is going to eventually up uproot whatever you put on top of it. And it's so important for us. We think about that with our kids. You know, what is it that the foundations uh, are that we are laying for our kids right now? Are the root systems that go down so deep? Are they going to be anchored? They're going to wrap their they're going to wrap the the tendrils, those roots around rocks and around other things underneath the soil. And so when the wind blows they're going to be standing firm at the end of the day. Why? Because they delighted in the law of the Lord. They meditated on his law. I love I love the illustration that God gives us in his word over and over and over again about what it means to meditate on the word of God. And we've said for years, you know, you, you can't make your children want to be in the word, but you can offer them a cool drink of water from his word every day, right? You can teach them what it looks like to uh, be in the word. Jay told me that he was really impacted by his mom who got up every single morning and he would wake up and he would just find her reading her Bible. And he wanted to do that too. He saw that her delight was in the law of the Lord. And once you, once you read it and you know it, you'll be amazed at how God will bring it back to you. This is one of the reasons I love MomStrong International so much, right? It's taking a step to really build a foundation for a generation of mothers who love God's word and meditate on it and pass that love of God's word onto their children that is what it looks like to put those strong roots down. the Bible says that those strong roots should be planted by streams of water and then the and God said that the person that meditates on his law day and night that delights in the law becomes like that tree that's planted by streams of water so it begs the question where are we getting our water uh, years ago. We, our family was traveling uh, for my speaking season down in in Florida, and we don't have the kind of sun here in the Pacific Northwest that they have in Florida. It's kind of a different. Uh, I don't know if it's the ozone or what it is down there, but I remember just slathering sunscreen on my kids. Right, so before anybody ever went out to the to the ocean, and we were at, we were in Daytona, we were at Tampa, we did all over um, Florida. And one day in particular, the kids went out, and I just remember you know making sure I didn't want to listen to a bunch of whining kids in the evening, so we make sure sunscreen on them before they go out hopefully we won't have any sunburn well guess what i forgot i mean you know you know what i did right i forgot to put uh sunscreen on myself and i wound up with blisters over my back and the back of my legs i'm standing out in the surf watching my kids you know trying to be a lifeguard making sure that they've got sunscreen making sure that they're taken care of and i didn't take care of myself and the net result was that i had third degree burns in the back of my legs and they and it took about two and a half weeks for it to heal and I think sometimes maybe instead of a sunburn, I think as parents, we can kind of get soul burned because we're so we're so focused on taking care of everybody else around us that we neglect to take care of our own heart. And we neglect to be like that, that person that's like a tree that's planted by streams of water, right? Because we're not taking a drink of living water. We're the ones who are not um, delighting in God's word and meditating. And eventually we wind up, with what I call a soul burn, right? Where we're just burned out and we're frustrated and we haven't taken that cool drink of water. You guys, you can't pass on what you don't possess. So you need to take that cool drink of living water and then give it, offer it to your children and then offer it to other people. The Bible says that there's a blessing in it. Remember you go back to the first part of Psalm 1 and it says, blessed is the one, right? And so if you wanna be like that tree that's planted by streams of water, this is the key to doing it, right? And what happens after that? He says, boy, you're gonna be, you do those things. You don't hang out with mockers, you don't walk in the way that sinners take, you don't keep in step with the wicked. What does it mean to keep? I was thinking about this the other day. What does it mean not to keep in step with the wicked? I think it has a lot to do with the people that we're hanging out, the music that we're listening to. Um it's it goes beyond just making, you know, I mean, anyone can say, well, you know, certain things I wouldn't do certain people I wouldn't hang out with, but are they lifting you up? Are they encouraging you in your walk with God? Are they willing to correct you when you're wrong? There's a good indicator of a good friend. The Bible says that that the people that do that are like people that are trees that are planted by streams of water. And then it goes on to say that they yield their fruit in season. I love that David said that because as parents, boy, is that something we need to work on, yielding our fruit in season. It takes years of watering, years of tending the soil of the hearts of our kids, years of, of making sure they get just enough sunlight and just enough water and just enough pruning before we start to see fruit in the lives of our kids. And there's nothing more amazing than watching your kids walk with the Lord. That seasonal fruit that the Bible talks about happens after you've been tending to your trees for a very long time. And so if you're sitting here listening to me today and you've got a three-year-old at home or a six-year-old or a 12-year-old, and you just think, I just, you know what, I'm throwing my hands up in the air, this parenting thing. Uh, I'm not making any progress. I promise you, you are making progress. Your tree is going to yield fruit in season. And so you just need to ask the Lord to help you to stay in there. Keep fertilizing, keep watering, keep tending to that tree so that as, that, as your children are growing around you, those, those roots that you're helping them develop are going deep into the rich soil of the word of God. It's one of the reasons I love Psalm 1 so much. There's so much happening in the culture right now that takes us away from the most important job. And that important job is nurturing the hearts and minds of our children. It's saying to our children, listen, this is more important than anything you're gonna do today. Any math assignment, more important than anything else is that you understand and follow the word of God. And that is your job as parents. And so as I wrap this up today, I just wanna encourage you to take that truth uh, at face value today. And maybe do a little bit of soul searching. If you wanna have a strong family, you gotta have strong roots. And those strong roots don't happen by accident, they are intentional. It's just like having a healthy marriage. Healthy marriages do not happen by accident. They are the result of the intentional nurturing of the person who cares the most about the relationship. And the same thing is true for your family. I hope you guys are enjoying listening to this podcast. Um, be- Before I go today, it's worth noting that um, because of my run for Congress. I mean, I'm telling you what, you guys, I am busier right now than a one arm paper hanger. I've never been so busy in all of my life. And I would like to just humbly ask for your prayers. Um, there's a lot going on with the uh, injection now of a little bit of uh, speaking that I am doing, actually very, very excited to do. It's obviously the way that our family makes a living, but more important than that even, uh, it's something that's life-giving to me out on the road, just meeting you. I'm so looking forward to it. We covet your prayers. What is happening here in the third congressional district is teaching me so much. And when this is over, uh, I'm gonna write about it. I'm keeping a blog of the things that are happening, the miracles that I see God do, the aches in the in the hearts of the people that are here and around the the country that are desperately in need of good leaders, of solid leaders who can turn uh turn things around and there is um there's a tremendous opportunity right now and i am hoping that you guys will join me in what i'm doing and what i and what i mean by that is it's time for you to get off the bench to engage to begin to run for office to begin to say hey we're going to do more than just talk about this thing we're going to put feet to it and i would appreciate your prayers um for my run here and for the speaking season that jay and i are looking at for the next couple of weeks as the Homeschool Resource Center begins to wind down for the year. Um, This will be my first flight that I'm getting on in a couple of days. Really looking forward to first flight without a mask. Super happy about that. Um, And I'm sure I'll have thoughts on that uh, next week as well. But I want to just thank you for your prayers, for the letters that are coming in to us here at the Homeschool Resource Center. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can send me some snail mail uh, by just writing to me, Heidi St. John Carrier, Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle vancouver washington 98682 you can also submit a question or comment to me for mailbox monday by going to com forward slash mailbox monday have a great day everybody and i'm going to come back tomorrow and we will finish up talking about what it means to have strong roots thanks for listening i'll see you here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture